Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. To the goodness of God in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I'm so, so excited this morning for what God has done. I have a testimony. I mean, several testimonies. God has been good. Amen. And I'm just so thankful and just so grateful to God for everything that he's done. He's been faithful. Hallelujah. Just wave your hands to him and let's just thank him this morning. Let's give him praise. Let's give him glory. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory, honor, and adoration. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory. Just say something great and wonderful to him. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. We give you praise, oh God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Don't look around. Just focus on Jesus and just whisper, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. Somebody say, believe in amen. Glory to God. Turn your Bibles, please, the book of Luke. Luke chapter 9. Let's look at Luke this morning. Glory to God. Amen. I'm so excited about the things that God has done. As I heard those testimonies, I felt in my, in my heart that God has been good. Can I get an amen? God has been good. God has been good. And all that we have to do is just to give him praise and thanks and honor and adoration. Glory to God. I have a testimony. Can you please help me grab my phone? Praise God. Just want to read that testimony this morning. Praise God. Very simple, but very, very deep testimony. It says, there might have been a lot of reasons to be drawn back from God, but he's helping me see many more reasons to remain closer to him. I am most comforted and drawn in his love each day. I don't want to wake up from. Hearing is where I get my strength from. And I'm most grateful to him. Praise the Lord. You know, these are powerful testimonies, right? There, there are things that words fail you. Like if I want to start thanking God, sometimes words will fail us. But we just in the midst of everything, we can see the hand of God and the goodness of God in our lives. Can I say amen to that? Have you seen God's goodness in your life? Have you seen God show up for you? Come on, say, I'm grateful to God. Glory be to God. When the apostles returned, Luke chapter 9, from verse 10, when the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus when, what they had done. Then he took them with him, and they withdrew by themselves to a town called Bethsaida. But the crowds learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who need healing. 
Late in the afternoon, the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodging because we are in a remote place here. Verse 13, he replied, Jesus replied, you give them something to eat. They answered, we have only, somebody say only. We have only five loaves of bread and two fish unless we go and buy food for all this crowd. About 5,000 men were there. So they would have wives, right? And they would have children. Praise God. But he said to his disciples, have them sit down in groups of about 50 each. Then the disciples did so and everyone sat down. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples he gave to the disciples to distribute to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of broken pieces that were left over. Somebody say overflow. I want to choose for a title this morning. I'm stepping into my overflow. Now this, this message is a prophetic message. And the message to you this morning is that it's your season to step into your overflow. Oh, I thought you would say a loud amen to that. God's word to us in this month of July is that it's a season of overflow. God has said there'll be overflow. There'll be an overflow of joy. I can't hear your amen. An overflow of grace, of testimonies, of breakthroughs, of deliverances, of open doors in the name of Jesus. Can you shout a loud amen to that? Overflow means surplus. Overflow means excess. Overflow means more than enough. Overflow means overabundance. Overflow means overspill. Overflow means when you have abundance, when you have more than enough. And this is the kind of life that God has promised us as children of God. In John 10, 10 he says, The thief comes on to steal, but the kill. Alright, it says, but I have come to still kill, but I have come that you may have life and have it in abundance and have it in an overflowing degree or in an overflowing measure. Glory to God. Now, it's so interesting that sometimes we, we fall short of the life that God has called us to live. And sometimes it's not... God's fault. Of course, there are times that things are delayed, all right? But there are also times that sometimes all we just need to do is to make a little adjustment. And we'll see the trajectory of our lives begin to change because God is a God of progress. God is a God of the overflow. Somebody say amen to that. He's a God of abundance. In the story we read, Jesus found himself in a very tight corner, what we call a tight corner. In a very peculiar situation, he had an issue at hand. And we know the story, he was going to feed 5,000 men. Now, the Bible recalls that they were 5,000 men. So, let's say that each of them married one wife, right? So, you know, in Bible, some people have more than one wife. But let's just assume that each man married, or let's even say that maybe 50% of the 5,000 are singles, right? 
50% are married. So if you have that, so you have 5,000 couples. Am I correct on that? Then you have those who are singles. Then also, it should be assumed that if they are married, they will have children. So let's assume that each family has a child, which is not unlikely. Praise God. All right, so as a child, so you have that also. The number keeps growing, so you have about maybe 7,500, right? So like a family, and then you have 2,500 of those who are single. So you have, maybe you would at least on that day have a minimum of 10,000 people. Somebody agree with that? Do you agree with that? So Jesus was faced with a challenge of having to feed these people. Glory to God. And sometimes in our lives as believers, we find ourselves in such dilemma where we are faced with situations, with circumstances beyond our control such that we require supernatural help. Glory to God. So his disciples began to become concerned. And Jesus said to them, they went to me and said, oh, these guys are here. You know, they are hungry and all that. And Jesus, and they said to him, they suggested to him, can you please send them away? Send the crowd away. But Jesus said, you know what? Give them something to eat. And they answered him, we have only five loaves of bread and two fishes. Was that correct? Was that correct? Was that co Talk to me, guys. Was, was that correct? That was the case. That was correct. But you see, when you understand how God works, when you understand the ways and the, and the patterns and the, and the modus operandi of God, you realize that with little, God can get much done. Glory to God. So they answered, we have just five loaves of bread and two fish. Say, unless we go and buy food for all this crowd. But Jesus began to teach a principle here. He began to open our eyes to how he walks the dimensions of his observations to us. Glory to God. And the first thing I'd like to say here this morning, for you to unlock the overflow in your life is to possess a seed. Understand that at every point in time, there is a seed in your hand. There is something, there's a talent, there's a grace. There is an anointing that God has deposited on your inside. And it's with that grace, it's with that seed that you would unlock the overflow that God has promised. Somebody say amen to that. So they said, what we have is only five loaves of bread and two fish. Only they commonized what they had. And that's the case with some people. They commonize what they have. They commonize the gifts, the grace that God has deposited on their inside. They commonize their current job. They commonize their current relationships. They commonize everything around them. Yes, they are trusting God for the overflow. They say things like, oh, I, by the time I get my dream job, but you are currently on a job, you commonize it. That's your five loaves and two fish. They commonize that relationship. Those people that God has sent to them, they commonize those that they meet at work, those that they meet at, at malls, those that they meet that they sing together in the choir. They commonize them. 
They call them only. Because they are looking based on surface value. Not realizing that it's with that five loaves of bread and two fishes that God would unlock the next level of your life. I will never forget, you know, Brotoni's story. The gift that he has, or the training, or the skill that he has, is podcast. How many of you know about podcasting? Yeah. <laughs> but you see, with that podcasting, God's international job. You know how, I mean, I've talked to him about, we have had several conversations, you know, to, to, to talk, I was trying to slightly talk him out of it. Like, oh, how about you, you know, where you, you try this, you, and I saw the deep conviction that this is the way. I said, oh, great, that's the way. So we're going to support you to, to make the way, the way. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Never commonize what God has placed on your inside. Never commonize the relationships. Never commonize. Whatever level that you are in right now, there are people who are looking for, for big men to honor them. They are looking for big people. They are looking for those who drive, who drive a big car. Then they say, bless you, sir. And there is someone who just walks past and say, get out of here, you fool. They are commonizing. Look at, look at the story of David. He recovered her. He pursued her. He overtook. He recovered because he treated a stranger. The Bible says, honor all men, not rich men. And that's why positions in this church will never be by how much money you have. Are you called of God? You will come on board. And it's not even about how old you are. Are you know what I'm saying? We would have churches in Greece that would be passed by 20, 20, 25, 22, 23. Yes! Don't commonize the seed that God has given to you. You know, there are people that come to a church like this, they're like, oh, this kind of church, you know, I don't know, how, you know, I don't know, I don't want to be here. But it, it, a few years down the line, they will wish they are a part of the church. They commonize things. Oh, that guy doesn't speak well. Oh, that guy doesn't sound well. Oh, that guy doesn't dress well. I don't like people that don't know how to pronounce them. They just commonize people. May you not commonize your purpose of destiny in the name of Jesus. People are looking for the spectacular sometimes. But you see, there's something about God blessing even what looks ordinary. Even what seems ordinary. If the hand of God is upon it, it can produce amazing, unbelievable, phenomenal results. Glory be to God. In, the, in 2 Kings chapter 4, there was a woman, the husband left dead for her and all that. And the prophet came and said, what do you have in your house? He said, nothing. Except a jar of oil. He said, I don't have anything. Except, I mean, I don't understand that. I don't have anything except. A, does that sound like good grammar to you? A commonizing. Some of you right now, 
your next level is locked in your current level. That's, that's what it is. Glory to God. Number two, to unlock the overflow in your life, look up to heaven. The Bible says he took the five loaves and the two fish looking up to heaven. That speaks about prayer and absolute trust and dependence on God. One of the signs of pride is inability to pray. Second Chronicles 7 verse 8, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and what? And pray. You can show that. Second Chronicles 7 14. So you can see there's a relationship between humility and prayer. The reason you're not praying to God is because somewhere in your mind you think that you have the ability to make that thing happen. And the Bible says, God resists the proud. He resists the proud. God is the one resisting them. Somebody says, God opposes the proud. May God not oppose you. Say, God opposes the, the proud. But he does what? He gives more grace to the humble. James 4, 6, 4 Peter 5, 7. God is the one resisting the proud. You are trying to rise. God is resisting you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's one of the places in the Bible where I see God resisting people. And he resists those who are what? Those who are proud. You must be able to take your five loaves and two fish and take it to God. Little is much when God is involved in it. How can a church of this size be in a place like this is the hand of God. We took what we had, our five loaves and two fish, and we looked up to God and said, God, we require your help. We want to move to the next level of our lives, of our, of our ministry, but we trust you to make this happen for us. Glory to God. Looking up to God. No man looks up to God and fails. The Bible says in Psalm 34 verse 5, as they looked unto him, they were lighting and their faces were not ashamed. Looking unto Jesus, Hebrews 12, 2, the author and the finisher of our faith. Some trust in chariots, but some trust in the horses, but as for us, we remember the name of the Lord. Some of us live our lives like we have people somewhere. You are not doing God. You are not doing the devil. Can you decide where you are? It doesn't make sense. You're not praying, right? And you don't have a herbalist you are talking to. You're not praying. You wake up, you don't pray. You just go into the day. That's fine. But if you're not praying, at least you should consult a herbalist. I'm advising you now. If you're not praying, you see, life is spiritual. Yes. You think that things are going to happen by just skill? You think the, 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 the men that rise the most are the most skillful? You must be joking if you think that way. The race is not to the sweet. Bread to the wise. Riches to men of skill. You must be of understanding. Say, but time and chance. Not of him that wills, not of him that runs, but of God that shows mercy. It's about God and grace and your determination. 
Glory be to God. So you understand that you look up to heaven without resources. Look at people sharing testimonies of having a job without a degree. That's what God can do. God does some things to humble people. Those who have looked down on you, they will come back and celebrate with you. Because my God will humble them in the name of Jesus. Let your amen be the loudest this morning. Say, my God will humble them in the name of Jesus. They've looked at you and asked questions like, oh, you, and you say you are serving God. They will see in the next one month, two months, three months, and see that you serve a God. The God who rules and reigns in the affairs of men. The Bible says the God that we serve is the glory and the lift of our head. Promotion does not come from the north, from the south, or from the east. But God is the judge of all. Is the one that lifts up so lifts up one and sets up the other. Is a God that specializes in doing the impossible. Is a God that can raise a man from the from the backside and bring that man to the front line. Is a God that can raise the poor from the dust and set him among the prince of the world. That's a kind of God that we serve. He can turn your life around. He can bring you from the prison. He can bring you from Oliver's house and make you to be relevant in the palace. That's the kind of God that we serve. And I see God in the name of Jesus in this month of July. My God, the God I serve, He will make a way where there seems to be no way. The God that we serve is a God that has the power to make rivers in the desert. The God we serve is a God that specializes in doing the impossible. Is a God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what we can ever ask or imagine is a God that has the capacity he has the power he's able and he's willing he's oh you don't hear what I'm saying he's able he's not just able he's willing to do it he's willing to bless you he's willing to give you an overflow in every sphere of your life my God will do for you what no man can do in this month of July can you shout yes you believe it That's the God that we serve. But can you look up to heaven this morning and say, Lord, I trust you. See, ah, it's not my power. I'm telling you. It's not my power. Absolute dependence of God produces a miracle. Trust in God with all your heart. With all your heart. I got you wrong. The next one. Set a structure in your life that supports the overflow you're expecting. And he said to the disciples, have them sit down in groups of 50 each. He gave that instruction. So there's a structure that accommodates what you're trusting God for. Before an overflow, there has to be good measure. Press down. Shake it. Before there's a running over. You know, now watch this. You don't understand. For there to be an overflow, there, it's a process. Also, it says, give and it shall be given to you. Good word. 
How many of you here, you go to the market to buy stuff before you went to buy Gary or something, and you see them, you know, they begin to press it. They will shake it like this. Ladies, talk to me now. They will shake it so the thing can settle in very well. And when it settles in so that there is no space anymore, in this month, you will settle. Say so you will settle and you will overflow. In fact, you are settled. It's time to overflow. It's time to overflow. That job you've been praying to God for, there's a settlement right now in the realm of the spirit and it's time for you to bust out. It's time for you to bust into a new dimension of the glory of God. I came this morning as a child of God and as a servant to declare in the name of Jesus, you are busting every confinement. You are breaking out from every barrier, every limitation, everything trying to hold you down. It's your season. The Bible says uh, you shall break forth uh, on the right. Uh, you shall break forth on the left. Uh, it's your season. You'll be on that spot for too long. I came this morning. I want to push you to the next dimension of your life. It's time to step in into all that God uh, has prepared for you. The Bible says uh, eyes have not seen. Uh, ears have not heard. Uh, does not enter the heart of any man the things that God has in store for those that love him. But the Bible says, but God has revealed these things to us by his spirit, for his spirit searches all things. Yeah, the things of God who has known the mind of God that he may instruct him. But we know that we have the mind of Christ and we know all things. We know that God is able to do exceedingly. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Are you serving God? Are you praying to God? The Bible spoke about Peter. Peter, your arms and, and givings have come to me today as a memorial. I came today to tell you your time of waiting is over. The Bible says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Every time you have cried, every time you have sown, the Bible says they that sow in tears will reap in joy. Those that go forth weeping, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come back. You're coming back in this month of July with your testimony, with your car, with your dream job, with your baby, with your dreams, with your breakthroughs, with your testimony. Can you shout yes? You believe it. It's a season of expansion and overflow in your life. Glory to God. Set a structure. The next one, because of time, be a tense giver. He took the bread, looking up to heaven, giving thanks. But the word says something very profound. Speaking about Abraham, he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. The highest level of your faith is thanksgiving. I know that there's a likelihood that this time of the year, people begin to enter depression mode. What have I achieved? This year is almost going. Anybody like that here? I know your hands will not be up, I know. What have I achieved? 
my mates, they are doing great things. What's, what's happening to me? You don't understand. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding shall guide, shall, shall garrison your heart. <laughs> See, worry does not change anything. Bible says, which of you by worrying can add, can add a cubit to his stature? Worry will finish your life. Worry will distract you. Worry will discourage you. Worry will make you feel like God is not doing anything in your life. Whereas he's at work in your life. But can you see what God is doing right now? Oh, he said, I can see what God is doing. I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. I see your promises being fulfilled in my life. The Bible says uh, the promise of God, they are yes. Uh, they are amen uh, to the glory of God the Father. As God said it, uh, we will not do it. Uh, the Bible says uh, a charge of his word uh, will not return to him uh, until he accomplished that which uh, he has said. Uh, God is not a man that should lie. Neither is he the son of man that should repent. The Bible says uh, in hope uh, of eternal life, uh, who God, uh, who cannot lie, spoke uh, before the world began. God does not lie to no man. Doesn't lie to no man. With thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. How do you explain that? Threw some guys into prison and they were singing praise to God. Does that even make sense? But they understood that thanksgiving is a spiritual force that launches you into the realm of the overflow. I want to say amen to that. Just let the people praise him. Let the people praise him. Then the heart will yield its increase. Then our God, even our God, will bless us. The psalmist said, I will bless the Lord. Not I feel like. I will. I will bless the Lord at all times. In fact, there are times he will speak to his soul. He said, why so cast down all my soul? To rejoice in the Lord. This time of the year is a time to be grateful to God. People think that you only thank God for what he has done. Sometimes you give God advanced praise. You, you give, you make initial deposit for, of praise for what he said to do in your life. Say, God, I thank you. I may not have that job right now, but Lord, I thank you. I don't have that car right now. I don't have that miracle right now, but Lord, I thank you because I know you are not the man that you should lie. You will do what you have said you will do. I don't care what my bank account is saying, but I know you have said in your word, you will supply all my needs according to your risen glory by Christ Jesus. The Bible says God is able to make all grace abound towards you that 
are you in all things having all sufficiency may abound unto every good worker even though you are in the valley God has a way of meeting your need on your journey to abundance God will still keep you he will still send birds he will send ravens to feed you while you're trusting God for the overflow he will still love you he will still remember you he will still care for you he will send your pastor to bless you send your leader to bless you send your leader to bless you he will send you a colleague that when you're down when you're on zero level God will show up for you and says son daughter I love you says I have tattooed you on the palms of my hands says I have I will never leave you nor forsake you that I may boldly say the Lord is my helper I will not fear what man will do to me glory be to God glory be to God glory be to God glory be to God ah he says are you not of of little faith if God who can clothe the grass of the field the Bible says uh, the young lions do lack uh, and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord, uh, they that seek the Lord uh, shall not lack anything good. David said, uh, I was younger and now I am older. I have never, it doesn't happen. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. So even though you're trusting God, an overflow at the level where you are God will still meet you at that level you will still meet you stand to your feet I don't have time this month it will be a different month I said this month will be a different month there will be an overflow of grace an overflow of abundance of testimonies Oh, go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show Oshibeson podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show Oshibeson or at Grace Made NG.